Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. This is the Ticket Water Cooler with you every noon hour until 1, Monday through Friday. And then sometimes we bring the captain in. The captain's still sticking around. Uh, and, uh, El Capitan. Is he in a good mood? Is he in a bad mood? He's uh, in a mood. He's we in can, a mood. We can say that. <laughs> Turn my mic on. I'm all in a great right. mood. He's in a great mood. Yeah. Eric just, you know, Eric being Eric. Eric must don't like VJ, you know, because I go back and I look at all his little stuff. Nobody likes he's, him. He's all just always just talking crazy to VJ. Anytime <laughs> he gets, anytime he gets a chance, he wants to take a shot at old VJ and poke the bear. Well, let me tell you something. Poke this bear. Stay up, stay up. When 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 the when the guys that be are in position and you know the Scott Frost and the Matt Davisons come and ask you to be nice to the team, you know what? You try to be nice to the team. You just try to be nice. Yeah. You just you try to be. Trying to help out the You try to be positive and mm-hmm. build the excitement because who wants to be a Debbie Downer? Are we going to lose all of our games? I mean, come on. I don't, I don't want to be people, like that. Now, some people like to do that. Now, I was that way. I was that way until I got onto the radio, and then all of a sudden, my my, my voice was magnified, and then it kind of magnified to somebody else, and it was like, uh. Yeah, nah, V, you got to be positive. And so I was trying to be positive as much as I can, but it is what it is. You got to call a spade a spade. I think I think uh, I mean, as far as the off-season shows, you guys had one of the best ones. It was before I was with you, but, I yeah, I don't care how much of it. A <laughs> 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 uh, little, little bit. Here comes the old, old sibling. The old, the old one. <laughs> VJ, are you in your fifis? <laughs> Damn. Cut his mic. <laughs> Damn. See, I, he uh, cut, his mic, cut his mic, Doc. Oh, cut his mic. mic. I don't hey, want to hear hey, from hey, this dude. Hey, Bach. He ain't got nothing to say. Turn his mic back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn his, turn his mic back on. He's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rashawn. I'm on it. <laughs> you don't get to talk to me, Nick. Uh-oh. You can talk to me off air. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Uh-oh. There might be a brouhaha in the uh, in the ticket. I'll record it. Yeah. We'll get back to that later. But. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't know either. Quite a hectic start to the show, but uh, that's kind fight, of the way we fight, like it. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I don't think they're going to fight. Uh, but uh, for, to make it sound more interesting, yeah, they're fighting right now. Oh, there goes uh, one of the walls. Oh, no. <laughs> There's holes in the wall. Oh, well. A DP will be, you just have to get that later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, DP. <laughs> Uh, you coming back in? No, he's not, no, not going to come back in. He's not going to come back in. He doesn't want to do that. Well, Rico, I, I did want to, to at least magnify something today, and that was the number 237. Why would I be magnifying 237? 237. Something, something, receiving something. <laughs> something about receiving something, yards. Something, big numbers, something. Yes, that is a lot of receiving yards. That is a decent amount. At a place like at Nebraska where um, you know receiving yards haven't necessarily been uh, the go-to for Nebraska football historically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Interesting because I think when you think of the best wide receivers, and I know you can argue 
that Johnny was a wing back or, you know, took carries to Whatever you want to say. You could put him in the running back discussion, the punt return discussion, the wide receiver discussion. Yeah. But I think if you talk about the best wide receivers at Nebraska, <clears throat> you start the list with Johnny Rogers, you have Irving Ry- Fryer at number two, mm-hmm. and then I think you have a big argument for number three. I don't know if there is an obvious number three. Um, and I think that Trey Palmer, even if he's here for just a year, mm-hmm. with that game that he put up, uh, I think he might – inches way into the discussion now there's all sorts of talk about you know is he gonna leave or all this stuff i i don't it's one game it was it was yeah. but it was i mean if he sets the receptions record the receiving yards record like if, if he sets multiple records in one season at nebraska i mean he has to be mentioned with the the greats of nebraska receivers it doesn't matter if it's one season it's the greatest season a receiver has had as as a Nebraska Cornhusker so he you would have to keep his name mentioned among the greats and I mean he won't win a Heisman because that's just not going to happen for for Trey Palmer I was going to say for a receiver even though we had a receiver win one yeah. a couple years Go ago Smith, maybe. Um, but he's not going to win a Heisman but is there any way in your mind at least that he could take over the best receiver in Nebraska history uh, as far as all the numbers, I think that he pretty much can, um, and it's it's kind of fun to run down. Now, it is interesting to note, too, with Nebraska football, a lot of the top half, or excuse me, like the, the, the top record holders in Nebraska at wide receiver, um, like the top tens, might not necessarily be the best players that ever played at Nebraska, right? Just got a lot of, lot of targets. We started passing the ball a lot. Uh, yeah, there you know, was a time. <laughs> right. After there, was Frank a, Solid, there was a switch. The, yeah, mentality. there wasn't much passing for a long time. And, and when there was, you know, back in the 70s or, you know, before that, it was, um, you know, the game had changed. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, what was heavy passing back then was not the same as was now. So I remember when, when they made the switch and, like, Terrence Nunn, had a record mm. and Nate Swift had the record. Do you love me some Terrence Nunn? <laughs> Big Terrence Nunn guy. Yeah. And we all Nate liked, Swift always mentioned among the receiving We greats. can like Terrence Nunn as much as we want. He's probably at most schools not one of the best receivers of all time. Probably not. And I don't think he is at Nebraska either. He just kind of had the records there. So when you run through it, it's the names you can remember. And some of these guys are really good. I think when you when you do start to have the argument, um, I think you could you, a case could be made for Kenny Bell. I think a case could be made for Stanley Morgan or Jordan Westerkamp. I Nate mean, Swift. Yeah, I mean Nate he's, Swift. he's up there. He's he's always mentioned. I don't know about greatest, but he's always mentioned up there. He's got to be Stanley Morgan. Um, was probably the number three after the first two that you mentioned, John Rogers and Irving Fryer. Um, I think Stanley Morgan kind of took he's, over yeah, that number. I think he three. kind of took over that number three spot, especially being the only thousand yard receiver in Nebraska history is what a thousand and five yards in a season. Four, yeah. <laughs> like it was just like barely but he over has a thousand, the number two but he got spot it. at nine eighty six as well. Yep. Just never played on winning teams. JD Spielman, if he would have stayed yeah, another year, yeah. like he, he was right on the cusp he of breaking like all of the records right. for Nebraska receivers. Um, he didn't, he didn't end up staying. And, um, but he, you know, in the in the short amount of time that he was here at Nebraska, I mean, he he put up some massive numbers. How crazy is it? Is is this the fifth highest um, receiving yardage total in a game? Is Matt Davidson at Nebraska with 167? That's that's wild. That's especially like- <laughs> at a time where they weren't really throwing. Like he played right. in a time where the ball wasn't being slung around the yard all that much. Well, and that was a good day for him against Texas A&M. He also had a pretty good day against Northwestern, uh, his final game. But uh, and he was a solid wide receiver. But that's that's my point, though, is that you know if you put 
a Matt Davidson, um, you know, there's probably better examples um, from, you know, the heydays um, and, and and put them on a passing team. You know, who knows what they could have done. Um, but even still, after all this time, after switching, you know, from a run heavy scheme after 2003, it's been it's been 19 years or whatever it is. And still. The top five is Matt Davidson, yeah. 167. It's like 167. That's like a that's just seeing another day in the Pac-12. Yeah, and I mean, there's been, there's been some explosive offenses here at Nebraska. There's been some really good receivers here at Nebraska, and for some reason or another, there's only been one thousand yard receiver. It, it it's almost as if they they. Uh, I don't know about do a really good job of spreading the ball out, but they just spread the ball out to a bunch of different people, or you know. It seems like lately injuries have been taking taking um, players out of contention for setting all kinds of records, and it's it's very unfortunate. But Nebraska's like track record with receivers just hasn't really been the greatest. I mean, you you had at one point, I, I believe there was a there was a receiving room with Kenny Bell, um, Quincy Inunua, oh, yeah. um, uh Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. He uh, had the big catch against Michigan State. Oh, Jamal Turner. No, 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 no. no, no. Turner. Uh, oh, Brandon Riley. Brandon Riley. Yeah. He out of bounds, inbounds, whatever. Yeah. Like that. They, like it was a. It was a crazy stacked. Re- Jordan Westerkamp might have been like a freshman at the time or something. Yeah. Like a crazy stacked receiver room, and not much came from it. And then you look back on it, and and each one of them had their time in the sun for Nebraska, but none of them really had like that. That you know crazy like this is your number one receiver this is your all conference receiver it was just like oh yeah that's your that's your go-to guy you know he'll catch a few passes and score like a touchdown or or two every once in a while you're still being overshadowed by amir abdullah yeah you're being like martinez no matter and it's crazy because now everybody wants to run the ball back when you had great receivers it seems as if you were maybe running the ball more because you had great running backs as well yeah and now at a time where you have two really good you know a receiver and a running back you're not running it, you're passing it, and, and now we're talking about great receivers. <laughs> well, and I think that is a concern moving forward for Nebraska this year is the, the running game that they're going to be able to get uh, get going. Uh, I think, you know, what they had early on with Anthony Grant was nice. Um, I can't remember. He's probably at like 650 or something at something this point. Something like that. I mean, he's still like – Still probably going to get 1,000, but it's going to be tough. I, I don't know if he's going to have too many 100-yard games left. Um, unless they can no. fix something during this bye week, but um, m- more of it is, and it's not the even opponents they're going to play. Yeah, it's not even on the offensive line, even though you know we, we talk about that and how how much they've been struggling. But really, it's it's the level of competition that's going to ramp up in terms of of rush rushing defenses that Nebraska is going to face. He is currently at six hundred and eighty two yards. Mm-hmm. He is fifteenth in the nation. Right behind Mo Ibrahim, he's twelve yards behind Mo Ibrahim, who's missed a little bit of time. Um, <laughs> I, I who's just, missed like two games. Yeah, and, and if they got at one time was up, you know, five, uh, you know, up at number five. I and, and I do think Braylon that, Allen's up at seven fifty-seven, and so huh, I don't like this. Um, three of the next running backs that you're going to face. So next week's running back, um, the week after, the week at like. All, four of the next five <laughs> running backs you're going to face are in the top 15. Yeah. Chase Brown's number one at 1,050. He's at 1,000 yards already. Yeah. Uh, Blake Corm's number two at 901. Oh, there you go. Uh, Braylon Allen is number 10 at 757, and Mo Ibrahim is number 14 at 694. Those are four of the next five running backs you face. 
Try to find an Iowa guy. Okay. <laughs> They're not, they Let's have the see. worst offense in the nation. That they might do. be they quite do. difficult to find. Adrian Martinez is 36. Hey, there you go. That's interesting. Um, there might be a tight end before there's an Iowa Okay, so he is not in the top 50. <laughs> no. So let's let's see how far back we have to go to find an Iowa to to, to find the next. <laughs> They're the, the outlier five running the, backs of, that yeah, you, the you have to face. The teams you have left, Iowa might not be the toughest. Western Michigan's logo is so much bigger than everybody else's. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, not in the top hundred. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah so it's not. not yeah, right. So I mean, Iowa's gonna going to run the ball, maybe not with a lot of success. Although we thought Purdue wasn't going to run with a lot of success, and look what happened yeah. there. So can't really talk much about that. It's very strange how teams that don't seem to do one thing uh, like uh, one offensive thing or, or a defensive thing very well seem to do really well in that aspect when they play Nebraska the remedy is Nebraska it really is it's unfortunate so unfortunate. <laughs> I've seen like three other Michigan running backs I still haven't <laughs> seen an Iowa running back I feel like I might have just missed him it might be Spencer Petras yeah no I definitely just missed him because I'm in negative I'm at 200 259 <laughs> yards it's a dude from Mississippi State I miss. I'll, I'll find it in the break. All right, we'll see what I was leading rush. We'll also talk more about two thirty-seven because uh, I did want to get a little bit more into that about Trey Palmer, and we kind of just went off and started talking about records and stuff. But what it means for Trey Palmer uh, and and how incredible it is. Does it compare to any games as dominant as you've seen in the past? I immediately think of Roy Halu in his three hundred mm. yards. So we'll talk about that coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on ninety-three-seven. The Ticket.